and welcome to Unashamed, a smut lovers podcast where we just want to talk to you about smut. I'm Courtney. And I'm Kelsey. All right. And it is our February favorites. Woohoo. Yay. So we're going to go through and tell you all of our favorite books of the month. And Kelsey, do you want to start? Okay. My first one is going to be Reaching Read by Cora Rose and Nicole Dykes. Did you read it? I did. It was so good. So it was basically one of the guys was a like a cam guy where he did essentially like OnlyFans. I don't remember if it was called that um, in this book or not. I read that this was literally at the very beginning of the month and I've had a crazy ass month. So if I get anything wrong, just forgive me. And the other guy was, like, really hard up on money, so he decided that he was going to give Camming a try, and he hit him up and was like, hey, can we collab? And he shows up and, like, obviously has no experience. And the other guy is like, I thought you were a professional, like, are you wasting my time, whatever. And then he decides to kind of walk him through things, and dude's, like, really mysterious, doesn't want to tell him anything about his life yada 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 um they end up getting closer and getting together and it was just it was so good as always i mean cora rose her character development is on point i also really love nicole dykes so i was really excited (laughs) for this book and it did um i did love it so that's my first one i loved their team up I thought it was so cool. And they both are really good male male authors. So I'm excited because I believe they're going to do other characters in this world together and team up again. And I'm so excited for it. Yeah, I think they actually have a Patreon where they write and like release things as they finish with them. And I think that's how this book started. I could be wrong, um, but I think that's how this book started where they, they were releasing each chapter on Patreon and then people were loving it so much they decided to release the whole book. Uh, my first book is Devil of Dublin by B.B. Easton. Uh, this book, oh my God. So it says that it's a dark Irish mafia romance and in the very, very loosest sense, like the main male character uh, kind of sort of works for them-ish, but it's not really a focal point of the book at all. Um, so basically it starts, the female main character, uh, goes over to Ireland with her mom and for family visits when she's a kid and she meets this boy in the woods behind her grandfather's house. And this kid is like, everybody in town calls him like the son of the devil and all kinds of nasty, you know, uh, he lives with the priest of the town who is abusing him and the priest has convinced this whole time that he is just this evil possessed little demon kid. And um, so over the years, she goes and visits like every summer for a few years and they become friends, they get really close. And then uh, she ends up, they go to like this lake and there's this uh, mythology about the lady of the lake who was like once a scorned wife who's drowned there. And she gives, like, blessings for marriage. Like, young women would bring their suitor to the lake to get a blessing or for, you know, to be told that this man was bad or good. 
Anyway, so she goes into this lake with the boy uh, after getting hurt and it kind of binds them together. But uh, I believe that's her last year there. She, she doesn't go back to Ireland for a few years until her grandfather's funeral. And in between all of this, both of these kids have been sexually and physically abused. I think she was 13 when she stopped going to Ireland and he was like 15 or 16. Anyway, so a bunch of stuff happened. She ends up coming back years later for her grandfather's funeral. And uh, she's engaged to this man, horrible, awful guy. He's gone within the first few chapters. Um, he tries to assault her and he gets murdered by the main male character. And so they kind of end up like on this run situation. They're running from the mafia that he was kind of attached to. And here's the thing. If you're one of those people who's really nitpicky about like facts, like forensics or police work, this is going to be one where you really have to kind of suspend your belief of real life because a lot of like crazy fantastical things kind of happen. And you're like, that wouldn't happen in real life. But this book broke me, put me back together. I already have it on my list for like books that have stuck with me for the full year. This is already on my 2023 list. Cool. So my next one is Until I Saw You by Diana Roman. This book was so good. So one of the main male characters, he loses his sight. I think he got into an accident or something, loses his sight. And then he has this girlfriend and by the way this is a male male romance um he has this girlfriend and she is just like super manipulative and like doesn't sign him up for vision therapy and like lies to him about what he's wearing and just treats him like a child so that she's not quote-unquote embarrassed by him and he decides that he's going to break up with his girlfriend and that he's going to do stuff on his own and he's going to figure out how to be blind on his own. And that doesn't really work out. His mom kind of gives him an ultimatum, like, you need to get um, a caretaker here to help you with things. Like, your house is disgusting and things like, yeah, maybe you're surviving, but barely, you know. And he used to be like a daredevil kind of guy um, which is, I think, if I remember correctly, how he lost his vision. He got, like, into an accident. Um, but anyways, he decides, fine, I'll give it another shot. Like, I'll get a therapist, or, like, not a therapist, but, like, an in-home caretaker. So, that's where the other main character comes in. And this guy, he was abused by his partner and was kind of on the run in hiding from his last boyfriend and he doesn't have anywhere to live doesn't have any money anything so this job opportunity comes up and he's like like you need to let me live here basically <laughs> that's what the job offer said and i don't have anywhere else to go and then he finds out that he's actually i don't remember what the job title was but like he's basically an occupational therapist for the blind like teaching you how to live life blind and the other guy's like well why wasn't that offered to me before like I didn't even know that was a thing and he's like well you turned it down finds out that his girlfriend turned it down so he's like no I want to learn how to live life blind like I'm blind I need to learn so they get closer throughout this experience and 
Um, it is a bisexual awakening and it was just so good. Um, it's lots of, lots of hurt comfort type stuff in there because obviously there's abuse on one end and, um, struggles about learning how to live life after losing your vision on the other end. It's just really good. I really recommend it. That sounds cute. Uh, my next book is Scorn by P. Mulholland. Uh, it's book one of three in the Huntsman series. The other two books are not out. Um, so this one, the main female character. Okay. So she, she moved to New Zealand, I think when she was around 16, after an accident that I think involved, it was her step, her previous stepfather. So her mom is one of those people who I, she kind of seems like she uh, hops rich man to rich man. Um, I don't really have a super huge opinion about her yet because this is book one, but she doesn't seem the uh, best. Anyway, so the mom step hops from rich man to rich man and marries them for comfort and security. And something happened with the last stepfather when she was a teenager and he, she ended up with this uh, big scar on her face from it. And supposedly her dad, her real dad murdered the step, uh, the stepfather and ended up in prison. That's a whole story. Anyway. So she comes back from New Zealand for her mother's newest marriage. Uh, she, while she's like getting ready on the wedding day, she goes for a run in the woods behind the house and she comes upon these three guys murdering this man. And so she ends up, you know, getting their attention on accident. And she tries to run from them. Uh, here's the thing. This is one of those where it's like the female main character <laughs> seems really strong. Like she's one of those strong-willed, you know, I'm a badass type of woman. But it's a bully romance. So I feel like it's one of those where she starts off really strong. Like she has strong opinions. She, you know, can take care of herself. And then she just kind of falls into that, you know, trope where she's like having to tag along and just kind of be weak the rest of the book. It was good. Anyway, so I hate those. I, yeah, it's not my favorite. I'm hoping that it gets better in book two. I, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. But so the, it turns out that uh, the guys who were murdering this other man, um, I think two of them are her stepbrothers and the other one is her step cousin. They're her new stepfather's uh, kids. And they find out it's her and now they won't let her leave. She can't go back to New Zealand. They like took her passport and her ticket and they're like forcing her to stay. And she, instead of telling anybody anything, she just kind of goes along with it. And she starts kind of building a connection with one of the guys. I think it's the cousin. But it seems like it's going to be a good series. It's just that's my biggest thing. I hate when, like, a female main character starts off really strong and then just kind of starts bending to the whims. And, like, there's pretty obvious ways out of it. Like, you could just say something to somebody, but you don't. Yeah, I think the best well-done it's like bully romance with a strong female main character who remains strong and I feel even gets stronger as the series goes on is Hannaford Prep. Like, if you want a good bully romance with a badass female main character, that is like 
the gold standard, in my opinion. And that one really was only a bully romance through book one. But yeah, it was done so well. She maintained her yeah. strength and uh, truly an amazing series. Yeah, if you like, if anybody's looking for a bully romance with a badass, Hanover Prep is like gold standard as far as I'm concerned. So, anyway, <laughs> my next one is um, it's another Nicole Dykes book. It's Guarded. Um, it's part of the Kensley Panthers series, and it was really good. Like I said, I like Nicole Dykes. Is she? Um, one of my absolute favorite authors, no, but I do feel like she's a reliable author. Like, if I want a book that I know I'm gonna like, uh, I've never been disappointed by her. Am I always wowed? No, but I do, I'm always like satisfied after I read one of her books, if that makes sense. Um, but I really did like this one, so it's an enemies to lovers. I think they're both on the football team, if I remember correctly, and they can't stand each other. One of them basically gets caught with a guy in the woods by the other one, and he's like, you need to keep your mouth shut, blah, 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 you know, like, you shouldn't have seen what you did, and like, you need to keep it to yourself, yada, 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 and the other guy is like, well, like, fuck you, basically, and Instead of telling him, like, I wouldn't say anything, like, I'm not going to say anything, he um, just, like, runs his mouth and talks shit. So, yeah, it I, it was just, like, it's only 200 pages, so it's not a super long book. But eventually, they do worm each, each other's way into each other's lives, and it was cute. It was good. I can't wait for more of the Kensley Panther series. I do really enjoy it. Hmm, it sounds good. Uh, my next one is Twisted. It's part of the Never After series by Emily McIntyre. Uh, the series is a standalones of like retelling of fairy tales where the villain gets the girl. And so, which is right up my alley. Anyway, so this one is kind of a play on Jasmine and Jafar. Her dad... Uh, I guess, like, owns the diamond business. He's in the diamond business, and they're one of the biggest, uh, like, I guess, competitors in the diamond business. And so the main female character's dad is dying, and he wants her to get married. And he has this, like, his second-in-command, who's the main male character. But there's like tension there. So the main male character was poor. He had to work his way up in the company to become the second in command. He's also like, uh, he murders people who get, get in his way and stuff like that. He does not like the main female character. He thinks she's a spoiled princess. He thinks she's a brat. Uh, but he kind of gets this idea because he finds out that her father is going to marry him off before or marry her off before he dies. And whoever she marries is going to take over the company because she's a woman and can't do it herself, obviously, whatever. Anyway, so, uh, and here's the thing, the dad's not the worst guy. Like he just wants his kid taken care of, but there is a lot of misogyny going on. Anyway, so he at first is kind of like, oh, well, I'll just marry her and then I'll kill her after a little while after the dad dies and I'll just take over the business. Not a big deal. 
So, but she's in love with this other kid who is like his, his mother was a maid in their house his whole life and they grew up together. They were best friends and now they're together, but they can't be together openly because she's afraid to tell her dad. So the main male character kind of hatches this plot. He's like, I'm going to separate them, but I'm going to do it under the guise of helping them make him the man that her father would agree to marry her off to. So it goes through like that. Uh, most of this book is them hating each other. Like there's not a whole lot of closeness, but there is a whole lot of like hate, fuck, tension. And this wasn't my favorite in the series, but it was still really good. I really like the author. I really like the twisted fairy tales. I'll read any of them. So I and I'm on the opposite end. Like I well, I didn't read this book because I I'm not a big fan of the series. And I don't know if it's I just don't jive with the author's writing style or what, but they do not suck me in like most other books do. Yeah, that's and I, that is unpopular opinion. In case anybody was wondering, most people fucking love this series. I mean, I personally like it, but I also give a lot of credit to the fact that it's not hard to do retellings. And I know that that's also an unpopular opinion, but I feel like you already have such a base with the actual fairy tale really you're just twisting things around to i mean obviously any kind of writing is hard but when you're doing uh twisted fairy tales especially like darker ones and romances i feel like it's not that hard to uh kind of make it a decent book but it's not well, you already have like you already have plot yeah exactly you already kind of know what's going to happen like you're changing some details around and adding your own spin and stuff like that but I do think I will say I think that this author is very creative as far as like her fairy tale retellings go. The ones I have read, I think they're well done because it's like contemporary. She's taking like a fantasy and making it contemporary, yes. essentially. Like I'll give credit where credit's due. I just think that I'm not a big fan of her writing style. And that's a personal thing, 100 percent, because most people that I've seen that have read these books freaking love them so if you do like fairy tale retellings don't like count it out because of me because it is totally a personal opinion oh and i love the series like i said this wasn't my absolute favorite but i've liked all of them that i've read so yeah um okay so my next one i finished the or i not finished but i caught up on the big bowl mechanics series by km newhold it was so good I don't, every time I wait to read any of her books, I'm like, why? As soon as I read it, I'm like, well, I should have just read this as soon as it was released because Cam Newhold is a queen. So Stroker is like a secret marriage book. They got married years ago and homie dipped. Like these are male male, by the way. I think his name is Gates. Yeah, Gates took off and was like left his ring and a note on the nightstand and left and then was gone for like nine years and came back because he was sick and so it's just like he comes and he stays with Tallahassee as like roommates and Tallahassee's like having a hard time because he's like I've I've been in love with him and like I meant it when we got married and he just took off you know but Gates like plays pranks and is really immature and kind of has a rep for um 
like coming in, stirring shit up and then leaving and then going and stirring shit up somewhere else and then coming back, you know, he's kind of got a rep for that. So it's everybody's on edge. Like, are you actually going to stay this time? And his brother, his brother's book is actually the first book in the Big Bull Mechanics series. So it is kind of um, beneficial to read them in order. Like, yes, they're technically standalones, but you'll get more out of it if you read them in order. Um, and then the sec or the third book in that series is Stick Shift, and it's a best friends to lovers bisexual awakening, and it it's just it's just cute. They they open a farm together or not open, but they take over um, one of the main male characters farm like uncle's farm. His uncle dies, he comes back, and then they learn how to run an alpaca farm together, and it was just so cute. Like <laughs> if you want. Cute animal shenanigans. KM Newhold is really good about it. There's always some kind of crazy animal shenanigan going on in every single one of her books. Like in Stroker, it's a bird who says things like spank me, daddy, and moans <laughs> at like inopportune times. And um, Stick Shift, there's like a cow that lets herself into the house and alpacas and chickens and all sorts of it's just it's just good. I, I'm really enjoying the series. I can't wait for more. I keep telling myself I'm going to start that series and then I never freaking do. Well, it, read the Four Bears Construction first if you haven't. Because Four Bears Construction kind of like leads into the bill, Big Bull mechanics. So in like the timeline, by the time you start Big Bull, everybody in Four Bears is already together. So you like know who all the couples and like side characters are already gotcha so it's it's so good though like both both of those series if you want some like manly men getting together that this is it like and it's so lighthearted, but also still has enough like tension to be a good uh, I, i'm a fan i'm just a fan <laughs> Awesome. Uh, so my next one is the Obsidian Brotherhood series. So it's four books, interconnected standalones. So the couples themselves are standalones, except two, but I'm not going to ruin who because holy shit. Anyway, uh, so book one is it's about a secret society. It's the Brotherhood. And so the sons are inducted into the Brotherhood and then the women are usually married off. It's a it's a sick brotherhood. The older generation at the very least is very sick. Book one is Tatum and Caspian. And so they have known each other since she was young. He's a few years older than her. I believe like four or five. Uh, this is one of those series where at the very least, two of the female main characters are underage when things are happening with non-underage main male characters at first. They don't get together, get together until everybody is above age. But I will say, if you are uncomfortable with um, that, like 16, 17, and 20, uh, then not the series for you. However, it's a, oh my God, this series was so good. So uh, the sons are inducted into the Brotherhood and, um, in the first book, sorry. Anyway, so uh, Tatum's older brother hates Caspian. Their families don't really like each other, but Caspian's family is like the head 
of this brotherhood, like the leader. So they kind of have to do what they say. Anyway, uh, Caspian has known that Tatum was his since they were kids. So he always kind of like protects her from the sidelines and make sure nobody touches her. And then when she is, I think, 17, uh, he takes her virginity and then leaves like the next day. Some stuff happens in between that's, you know, I don't want to spoil anything. But anyway, so uh, she grows up and then he comes back. I she she kind of gets away from it all too like she doesn't have to be married off into part of the brotherhood anything like that except her father i guess in the background had been planning a marriage to somebody outside it, it's like a whole interconnected thing so he comes back because he hears about all of it and he's like no 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 no, she's mine and uh it's oh my god so book one is amazing and then book two is her best friend lyric so Oh, man, I guess it's kind of a spoiler, but it, it's important to once again, these books are interconnected, you have to read them in order. So book two is Lyric, who is Tatum's best friend. And Lyric died in book one. So uh, she is they said she overdosed. She was the daughter of like a famous rapper. But anyway, so um, her dad's like a famous rap god. So she's not actually a part of the brotherhood, but she ends up becoming best friends with Tatum. And so they kind of go through it all together. And then all of a sudden she overdoses and dies. But what really happened is she was kidnapped by the Brotherhood and married off to this, this man who was older than her. Uh, I think, I want to say about like nine years, something like that. Anyway, so for, but she was kind of rescued by him because if it hadn't been him, it would have been somebody else. So she ends up living with him. They don't really have any sort of romantic connection or anything like that. They, She's still in love with Tatum's brother, Lincoln, who she started a relationship with when she was once again underage. Um, but nobody knew about their relationship. So Lincoln has been breaking down ever since he found out that she died. He's turned into this uh, underground fighter. He doesn't give a shit about the brotherhood. He doesn't give a shit about his family. Nothing. He doesn't care. He's just, he's a shell of a person. And she's kind of been hiding out with her husband and they form this friendship that's still distant, but whatever. So finally it all comes to a head with what happens with Tatum and Caspian and so she ends up seeing Lincoln again and he's like, I'm going to save you. And, you know, we're going to figure this all out and da, 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 da. Once everybody finds out she's alive. Uh, and oh my God, oh, this, these books are like, they're so steamy, but they're so angsty and just, oh, they break my heart. And then the third book is another guy in the, I guess, friend group ish thing. So he's actually an adopted son. Nobody knew, but him. And he was being sexually abused. His mother, the adopted mother, was allowing her like older cougar middle-aged friends to abuse him from like the time he was like 13. And uh, there was one in particular. And um, so he never really gets, he gets inducted into the brotherhood, but only kind of, sort of. And so he's on the outside. He ends up running the underground of the city that he is living in. So he's their go-to guy for all of the younger generation of the Brotherhood who's trying to take over the older one. And he, they have to go and kidnap a 
princess of this country who is the sister of one of the guys in the brotherhood and the daughter of one of the heads who is a bad guy. Um, now he ends up taking her and keeping her in his house. Princess Aniston is the only one, by the way, who starts the story and ends the story above age. I think she's like 25. Uh, she is naive in a lot of things, but I think she was one of my favorite characters because she, while naive, she never really truly excused the bad things her parents did. And I really loved that. Like, and then book four, I'm not going to say anything about book four because it interconnects with one of the other, other books and I don't want to ruin it, but holy shit, this whole series was so amazing. I am not giving it the justice that it deserves, but I recommend this. I think everybody should read it. What was the name of it again? It's the Obsidian Brotherhood by Delaney Foster. I'll have to look into it. Oh, it so, good. so good. I haven't read a secret society. In it a was long done time. really well. I need, yeah, I like when a secret society is done really, really well, like super interconnected. I, I'll always say I think Ammo you, Jones is one of the best. You know how much secret society. I hate secret society. I hate most secret society books. Okay. This one was done super okay. well. You say that, but you actually love I secret love when society. they're done. You well. read one bad, you read one bad secret society and you were like, nope, fuck that. But I've read life. so many bad secret and then I just never talk about them because <laughs> I don't read them anymore. Like the haunting Adeline one, I couldn't finish that because the secret society was so disgusting. And I've heard everybody loved that book. I couldn't stand it. I, I opened book two, read three chapters and went, nope, done. I, you should read the Alma Jones no, one. No, I've heard tales. I don't. I know it's really well done though yeah but if i'm talking it's about like, a secret society book it's because it's well done the amo jones one you should just you should just try it we'll see and see i need to be in the like, mood read maybe art. just the first book just read the first book and see like how you feel or like the first couple and see how you feel and then um yeah let me know I want to. I want to know what you think about that one because that is like, it, it was just a holy shit thing for me. Um. Anyways, my next one is Colin by Cora Rose, and it's part of the Unexpected series. It's the newest book, so if you've read the whole series, then you know. It hold up. Is every single one of mine that I've read. It seems like it's so far. Not read a single mail from that was not for the read alongs this month, so that's cool. So if you've read all of the unexpected series and you know Colin has kind of had bad luck with love. Like he finds somebody that he might like and then they fall in love or whatever, you know? And so his neighbor is kind of a dick and they have like this feud going on about the weed that is like right on both of their property lines so they don't know like who is actually responsible for pulling the weed the HOA is getting frustrated like pull the fucking weed and they're like who whose responsibility is it to pull the weed and it's just kind of like a running thing between them anyways um Another running thing between them is that they their windows face each other and Ethan did not put 
like curtains on his window when he moved into the house and Colin saw him jacking off and it kind of became like a thing where they would meet by the window every night and get off together. Well, Colin decided that he wasn't going to come one night and Ethan like showed up at his house and it turned into a whole thing, which then turned into like a romantic thing, which led to like the weed eventually getting pulled and whatever. It was just uh, so cute. Cora Rose is a queen. If Cora Rose releases anything, just know that you should read it. Okay. You stole my book. I, I love know. this book so much. Oh my God. I had been waiting for Colin. So I think he shows up the first time in book two, which is Sam and Mag's book. And I have been waiting so very impatiently for Colin to finally come out because he was just the cutest, sweetest single dad. And I was not disappointed. His love story is top two out of the series for me. Yeah. He was amazing. Um, I only have one left. Yeah. So my next one is Hunter. It's a stalker romance with MC vibes. Um, it's by VT Do Do Do. Uh, anyway, it's book one of five. None of the other books are out. The next one comes out soon, though. Anyway, so it starts with this the main female character so she i believe she's like early in college at this point and she's like the daughter of a judge and her mom is like a socialite they married for wealth not love and so she doesn't really get along with her parents like she loves them but her mom is super overprotected because i want to say years ago when she was younger she got kidnapped by some crazy guy and he pushed her off a cliff and almost killed her. Uh, and this is interconnected because the main male character in this story was, he happened to come across the guy who, was kid, who had kidnapped her and he was trying to save her from being pushed off that cliff, but he didn't recognize who she was. He was just, she was just some kid. And so years later, she's now in college, she's living with these roommates and they invite her out, but they're, they're the mean girls, you know? And so they invite her basically to drive them to a club. And when she decides that she doesn't want to hang out with them anymore, uh, she leaves and goes to this diner where she sees these MC members and she knows her dad is trying to like crack down on them and find a way to lock them up. And uh, so she gets out of the diner and all of her tires are slashed. These girls have slashed her tires and, um, so she's kind of just contemplating what to do when she hears something down this alley by the diner. And she ends up freaking out, kind of recording what happened. Like she never saw the people's faces, but she heard things. And apparently it was like a crooked cop being murdered by one of the MC members, the VP. And so she kind of like shakily records. She calls her dad. She uh, ends up giving him the recording, but she says, she was like, I never saw his face. I don't know who he is. I just, I only know what I heard and recorded. And they end up locking up the guy who did it, but it was the guy who saved her when she was a kid. Neither of them know this at this point. I don't know. Um, and so he gets out of jail, I think like a year later, maybe two on a technicality because they don't really have enough evidence. They kind of cooked stuff up to get him locked up because they wanted this MC behind bars. So he gets out and his first instinct is to get revenge on her, you know, for 
being in the wrong place at the wrong time, essentially. So uh, he starts stalking her and kind of like falls instantly in lust, I guess. And so he ends up buying like an apartment right near her. And uh, at this point, she's moved out and has her own condo. So and then he starts this like meet cute situation where he bumps into her and she starts he she doesn't know he's part of an MC. He uh, says like he's in construction and does well for himself, whatever. So they start dating and seeing each other. And all the while, she is freaking out because she knows that the other guy got out of prison, but she doesn't know anything about him. And so she's, like, waiting, looking over her shoulder, like, trying to, like, you know, keep herself safe while also starting this new relationship with this guy who happens to be the one she's running from. And it's, oh, my God. It's so good. I loved this book. I am so excited because... So this was just part one. Their story ends in part two, and that comes out here in a few days. So I'm excited. It's so good. I love stalker romances. Not in real life. That's a horrible thing to do. Don't <laughs> trust stalkers. But holy shit, do I love a romance with one. Um, cool. Okay, my last one is Bad Boy by Charlie Meadows. It's part of the Loyal Boys book series. Um, or Loyal Boys series, whatever. It was all right. I didn't like it as much as the first book. I know when I had first started reading it, it sucked me in, and I was like, I really like it. And Courtney was like, I didn't like it as much as Cali Boy. Um, now that I've finished it, I agree. It wasn't as good as Cali Boy, but it was still all right. Like, it was a good time passer book, um, a good just like cutesy, no angst, insta love type book. Like if you need a palate cleanser, this was a really good one. And the cover makes it look so dark and like creepy and whatever. And it is not that kind of book. Like there's a little bit of outside influence, but for the most part, it's like zero angst, just insta love, cuteness. Um yeah, if you need a palate cleanser, this is a really good one. If you want, like, something to sink your freaking teeth into and take you on a ride, this is not, this is not that book. But, yeah, no, I am i don't regret reading it. I still really loved it. It just wasn't um, just wasn't as good as Cali. Boy, I don't know. That's all I have to say. It was still really good, though. Yeah, I think Cali Boy was definitely – uh, just a little bit better. Like, they're both really good books, but I, I agree with you that this one was a palate cleanser. And I think when I read it, I had been doing so not as a palate cleanser. I had just been, yeah, passing my time and it just didn't hit as hard. It was yeah. cute though. It was good. I liked it. Yeah, it's uh, cute. It's just not like, it's not going to bend you over and spank you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to like pet your hair. <laughs> I don't know. That was weird. I'm still a little sick. Oh Leave me alone. <laughs> Oh, okay, so my last one is Catalyst. It's uh, Tales of a Witch's Familiar by Alba Lockwood. This is book one. Um, the other books aren't out yet, which is a running theme with me. So this is going to, I, I believe it's going to be a reverse harem. I'm not entirely sure, though, uh, just because of the, uh, I guess, situations with the other male characters and uh, anyway so um this woman the main female character she was alive during like the 1920s 
And she was like a nurse. She was in an abusive home. Her dad was a soldier who had gone to war and then came back like this bad shell of himself. Uh, so she ends up dying. And I'm not going to say how because that is kind of a little spoiler. But uh, she ends up dying. And however many years between 1920 and now, like over 100 years later, she ends up get her soul gets pulled by a witch into a familiar's body. So she becomes a cat and she's a familiar to this witch named Winnie and she loves her witch, but her witch is doing some real naughty things. She's been a naughty witch and uh, her, uh, the Winnie's abusive girlfriend has pulled her into this, this thing, this event that's happening and they're doing some real bad things. So anyway, uh, the cat, her name's Claudia. I'm just, so Claudia ends up, she has this little crush on the human next door. And so when Winnie is doing her stuff during the day and doesn't eat Claudia, Claudia kind of pads over and starts messing around with uh, Charlie the human. And she's just, she's enamored by him. Obviously she's a cat, you know, whatever. But anyway, so she like messes around, pulls pranks on him, stuff like that. One day, Charlie, who's a hacker, gets these weird messages from these people who like, they're, they say that they're otherworlders and they're going to come and they need a human and that they saw him and knew that they needed him to help with their mission. So uh, these strange people show up and Charlie goes and picks him up and brings him to his house. And it turns out that they're looking for one of the men, he's a Titan and he's looking for his soul bond. So the other half of his soul and the Titans like were once this great race, powerful, you know, had magic race. And then they, something happened and their souls were split in half and uh, like tossed to all corners of the universe. And all of a sudden the Titans were taken as slaves so he was a slave for a long time until his two friends rescued him. One is a demon who was also rescued, and the other is a, a, a fae, but not like your normal fae. <laughs> and so those two men are together, the demon and the fae. And then they have the titan. And so Charlie's like, I'll help you. But, you know, all of the information they have about her, he's like, it doesn't seem like she's alive. Or if she is alive, she's going to be like in her 90s. Um, and it turns out that the person they were talking about was Claudia. And um, so they kind of end up going on this little thing. But while that's happening, Winnie and her girlfriend, the witches, are uh, they end up finding out about the demon being there. And they, they take him and they steal his fire, which is like a demon's soul. And so Claudia not really understand like she she had a hand it but it wasn't like really her fault anyway so she goes to the house with charlie and the men and she uh, ends up getting turned into a human because she needs to help uh you know figure out where to take it and there's the, there's so much going on um it's i had this book on my list for uh, since i think it came out or just after that and it has just been sitting on my list and I was like, oh, I'll read it next time. I'll read it next time. And I am so mad at myself for not reading it sooner. Not that mad, though, because the book, next book doesn't come out until next month. So I would have been more mad if I read it. And it would have taken months for the second book to come out. But it was so, it ended up being so good. And once again, I don't know if this is going to be a reverse harem or a 
threesome situation or just a male females. I don't know, but ah, I'm in love. Cool beans. We read some good books this month. We did. All the books I read were good enough to end up on this list. I was moving, so obviously I didn't read very much. But, yeah. Yeah. I had a few more that could have been on the list, but I feel like I gave my best ones. Yeah, I'm a, I'm happy. I yeah. think February was a good month for me. Same. Um, well, I mean, as far as books go, I don't know about the rest of the month. <laughs> Um, so yeah, cool. Uh, our next one is going to be a read along. I don't remember the author's name, so you'll just find out next week. <laughs> I think it's Dibs, isn't it? That's a book name, but I don't remember the author name. Hold on. I got you. Maybe. Oh, Courtney coming in clutch with the info. Kimberly Knight and Rachel Lynn Adams. Cool. Or just Kimberly Knight. There's two so, names in there. So that's going to be our next one. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. And thank you so much. And we'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye.